We're back with our blowtorches ready to burn bankrolls for another season. That's right. Grab your lighter. Grab your DK points and your coins, Joe. Your DK credits. Because we're going to burn those bad boys to the ground. And we're going to do it right along with you. Thanks for joining us. This is season three, I guess. Four. Four? Let's go. Okay. Season four of Dumpster Fire Sports. I'm the big BG, Brady G, and the place to be. JKNKC is here. How many coins you sitting on there, Joe? Like 12,000, I think. Crowns? Why? Crowns, Why baby. are you s- crowns. Uh, crowns? I don't have. Why are you sitting on crowns? Because I'm a degenerate, and I freaking play every day of baseball and basketball, so I get these crowns, and now I'm, I've been playing baseball for free all season, so I'll get more crowns off of that. Whee! Who cares about crowns? Let's get dope. Exactly. We're trying to win a bag, dude. We're trying to catch a rack. You know what I'm saying? The crowns bring me the dough. This is the year one of us finally hits. I'm calling Mi- it right now. Mr. Forget my brain, use my gut, take it, take it to the bank. Big Brandon, Big Bank Hank on the pod. Brandon, I'm glad you're back. Oh, yeah, bro. And broski. This is the year one of us becomes a thousand air. I feel <laughs> it. One of us is going to yeah. win a thousand. One of us is catching four figures this season. So let's go. Here's what we're going to do. Let's go. We're going to go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Then we're going to pick the Chiefs. We're talking large field GPPs, a couple of our favorite plays for each position. We're going to pick the Chiefs, and we're going to roll the dice. Brandon, I got you first on the spreadsheet. Let's start talking quarterbacks. Who do you got? All right, I'm going to give you two. I got QB1, the one I'm looking at this week, Justin Fields. I think that's kind of a popular pick. Honestly, I don't know. He kind of looked meh okay in the preseason but he's got a lot of weapons this year so green bay is probably going to struggle don't be surprised if uh field just goes haywire this year anything but injuries probably going to keep him from hitting the ceiling and then uh if i'm gonna take a flyer this week uh i'm going cj stroud i don't really know if i believe in the uh ravens defense their offense looks pretty decent so this may be a high scoring shootout don't be surprised if it is uh a high-scoring shootout, so I'm going to go with Stroud as my flyer. I got no beef with that. Joe, you got beef with that? No, not really. I mean, I don't love Stroud just because I don't love the weapons around him so much, but definitely no no beef with numero uno, Mr. Fields. I don't think he's going to be that popular of a pick this week. Uh, apparently, neither does ETR with under 4% projection right now. Why do you think that? He's, he's projected uh, on ETR for less than 4% ownership. So let me ask this, fellas, because this is week one. Nobody knows jack shit about how teams are going to be. I'm just thinking, okay, Green Bay lost about everybody. Yeah, they got Jordan Love, but, I mean, Justin Fields got DJ Moore, and he got a couple other things. So he was pretty good at the end of the year last year, so why wouldn't he be good this year? I'm just asking you guys straight up. No, we're with you. I mean, Joe had no problem. I have no problem with it. He's going to run the ball a lot. Probably not as much as he did last year, but he's still going to run. So you're going to get those points no matter what. High floor, right? So you have to like that. He does have some ball catchers at this point. So I got no beef with it. Are you going to – he's catching balls, dude. (laughs) Joe, let's hear it. So I kind of cheated and threw three out here. 
Uh, but I think Brady's going to talk about one, so I won't talk about him. I'm going to go Lamar Jackson as my uh, kind of higher tier guy. If if the Ravens love to do anything, they love to run the score up early in the season, uh, which means Lamar Jackson could be throwing the ball all over the place. And when he's not throwing the ball all over the place, he'll be running for 60, 70, 80 yards, possibly some mm. touchdowns, you know. Bro, um, he's got some good-ass weapons this year, though, if you think about it. He's got Andrews, Odell, and Bateman. And then that's not even their running game with Dobbins. And they have Zay Flowers, the rookie from Boston College that came in. And well, he, I, that's true, but he's a rookie. But I'm just saying without even him, like that's like pretty stout. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. I just didn't want to say because I, I had a feeling BDJ was going to go with the uh, the realistic pick. But, yeah, for sure. Joe, do you have on hand who's going to be the most owned quarterback? Actually, the guy that I'm about to say as my second guy is currently has the highest ownership. Um, Are you serious? Anthony Richardson no. uh, is going to be a super cash play this week because he is so cheap. He is 5600 bucks. Obviously, he is he, he has a low floor, but his floor is decent because he is going to run all the time. Uh, same reason that we're picking jo- uh, that we're picking uh, Fields. Same reason we're picking Anthony Richardson. Obviously, he's a year or two behind on the passing game uh, from Fields, but he is going to run all over the place. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets over 100 yards rushing. If he does that, if he gets in the end zone, he's at 20 points off of just running. He's going to be a cash play big time from a lot of people this week, and I don't hate it. We're talking GPP, though, Joe. You're a cash dude. Yeah, we are talking GPP. The other thing I don't like doing, and I said it over and over last year, I don't like playing bad players from bad teams. Now, he may end up being something major, but a rookie week one on a team. A shitty team. I mean, a team, as far as I can tell, may be battling Arizona for the worst team in the league. Ooh. I mean, I don't I think they're going to be battling for worse. Wow, Brady, that's a hot take. They are going to stink. Would you play him in a GPP? Yeah. Joe? Yes. No. Yeah, there's plenty of upside there. If he runs for 100 yards, you have 13 points. If he gets in the end zone, you have 19 points, and he hasn't thrown the ball yet. No, I like your other pick way better. Way better. He has Michael Pittman on his team who can take one to the house. He doesn't have to do that much to get there. He's 5600 bucks. It's not like he is an $8,000 Lamar Jackson or $7,700 Justin Fields. He's 5600 bucks. We're saving two grand off of Justin Fields, who could have the exact same game as Anthony Richardson. I agree. I agree. I would be worried that they're going to force him to throw right. and do everything they can. Sure, they're going to try and force him to throw, but the guy's a – freak athlete i mean right. yeah, I, can, yeah, I can see him throwing four picks and only getting one rushing touchdown and only getting 20 points i ain't gonna win you gpp neither is justin fields not throwing for freaking 300 yards hey That's you don't know what's gonna happen to jay justin it's Field. All, but it's all uh you hope for a five percent outcome like yeah, yeah right. if he has a 95th percentile game if if anthony richardson has a 95th percentile game i don't know that anybody on this Slate could be better than him. When it comes to week one, I want to fade what everybody else is doing because just like you're not – nobody knows. But here's the thing. Week one pricing is so much softer that ownership is going to be spread out. So I would take the under. He still might be the highest owned, but I don't think it's going to be as as you know, compact as it was towards the end of the season last year. He's the, he's the highest owned, but it's not like 
it's not like anybody else is super low owned. Like right. Jalen Hurts is one percent behind him. Herbert is two percent behind him. Lamar Jackson's still at eight percent. Geno's at seven. Kirk Cousins at seven. Like right. All it's, these people are between open. seven and twelve percent. Like I'm with it. Uh, I'm going um, with Deshaun Watson for my first quarterback. Um, this game should have a ton of points. He's going to be one of the lower owned quarterbacks, if I'm not mistaken. Love he's it. Pri- he's priced at six thousand. He didn't play well last year. I was on him too much last year, but I think now that he's uh, a year plus removed from his issues. He's been with the team longer. Obviously, they're going to run it a ton with Nick Chubb, but I think that also funnels a little extra passing because I think it's supposed to be a close game too. We should see him uh, throw the ball. My other quarterback I'm going with is Brock Purdy. Another high-scoring game with a what? Of, yeah. Uh, no. Forty-five is the over/under, and I'm taking the over for sure, dude. You're not going Purdy, really? He's going uh, against the Rams. Here's the thing. You want to talk about weapons. Talk to me about Brock Purdy's weapons. Oh, dear God. He's got all the weapons, but he doesn't have any – like he doesn't do anything with them. Thank thank you, BDJ. Thank you. I would would rather go Baker Mayfield, save 500 bucks, and have a better player. Amen. No way. Brock Purdy is a much better player than Baker. (laughs) Brock Purdy has had one game in his career – that he had decent DK points. That's true. He was injured, and he hasn't even played a full season. He was a backup. Yeah, right? there's a reason that he was a backup. He He's settled into the offense now that he's had the offseason to work. His ceiling is fairly high, threw the ball 35 times for almost 300 yards, a couple touchdowns against the Raiders last year, and the Rams have maybe the second-worst defense in the NFL. So I'm taking – I got to think he's going to be low-owned as well. I can't wait so, for, for Brady's favorite player, Debo Samuel, to run it in three times. I wait know. a minute. I thought his favorite and player Brock was Quez Big well, old goose Quez, egg. I don't know that Quez Watkins is on a roster anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but look, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, he's got Kittle, he's got CMC. You know CMC catches passes. So we'll just roll this into running backs, and I'll start with CMC. He pairs well with Brock Purdy. This is as low as you're going to get him as far as ownership and cost goes after he goes up. He has a ceiling of 40. He had games with 30-plus touches last year. So this is the way the week to take him. He's You're going to get him at half of the ownership of Austin Eckler. Oh, He's got a higher God. ceiling. He's got a higher ceiling. He's got a higher floor. And this is the time to play him while his price is low. Put him with Brock Purdy, and it's very possible he has two receiving touchdowns. If y'all fans can't tell right now, this podcast it's it's season episode one, and we're already getting into it. This is this is legit dumpster fire right here. This is where we get legit right here. BCB is taking me to the promised land. (laughs) BCB, CMC, Cash Money, bro, and BDJ. Cash Money Brothers. My other <laughs> running back is uh, James Conner. James Conner. What? Yep. The Cardinals uh. are going to be bad. I think their only chance to win is by running the ball, slowing no. the game down, ball control. He's he old, had, dude. No way. He also catches passes. He had seven games with at least five targets. 
That's not wide receiver tight end numbers, but it's still a decent number of targets for a guy that you know is going to get over 20 touches. His ownership is going to be way low because everybody's off Arizona. They don't have a proven quarterback is another reason I think they're going to lean on him a lot. Um, Washington has good defensive backs. That means they're going to run the ball more. James Conner is no. going to be on the cheap and on the low ownership. Be good. I love you, brother. But yes, that team is punting on the season. I would not take anybody that would start because here's what's going to happen. He's going to get five carries and then be benched the rest of the game. I'm going to get a text in my group chat with you two saying, what the hell? That's what's going to happen. That's nope. That see, that's what everybody thinks. No, get out of here, dude. That's why I'm going pivot for the cash. Joe, <laughs> running backs, please. <laughs> I'm going to go most expensive to least expensive. Uh, all of these guys seem to be fairly, fairly low owned from the early week ETR projections. Um, I'm going to continue with my what we don't know might be best and throw out B. John Robinson. Obviously, they just drafted a guy last year, Tyler Ajir, but they drafted Bijan, what, top five? So clearly they want him to be the guy. Um, he's 8000 This could be the cheapest we see him all season if he comes out and has a freak performance. Another guy I'm going with, Travis Etienne. Haven't heard anybody talk about him. They are talking about his possible backup, but when we don't know that backup's getting time, this might be the time to strike on Travis Etienne before everybody knows what that timeshare is looking like. Travis Etienne might still be getting the bulk of everything, in which case 6800 bucks, not bad. Uh, and then the last guy is Raheem Mostert. My only worry with this play is I've seen that uh, a chain or a, whatever his name is, the uh, rookie for them, uh, yeah, is coming, coming in, practicing in full the last few days. So might be something to look at. Read the tea leaves on that one, see if he is going to take a bulk of those carries or – if it's still going to be Mostert's backfield, but uh, I I don't hate Mostert. He's pretty damn cheap, fifty four hundred. How much is James Connor? He's, He's a little bit more. He's a thousand. Quite more. a bit more. Quite a bit more. I don't <laughs> I don't like Mostert. I just think that ball is going to be spread around too much. Okay. They got too many options. Pass on Mostert. The other two I like. Hey Brandon, let's hear these perfect running backs. You know. Uh, I always, I always, uh, I always pick perfect ones. All right, let's hear it then. Okay, because those three really suck, BDJ. <laughs> That's fine. I'm gonna go with somebody that uh, is under the radar. He's on my fantasy team. Austin Eckler. No, I'm gonna say the guy that you have Adam Thielen gone. You have just Justin Jefferson getting double team. Where are they gonna go? They're going to either the Hawk or they're going to go to Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison's about to get the huge Dalvin Cook role that he needed to have last year, but Dalvin Cook was still there. Now he's gone. Got to do some. Got to do some Alexander Madison. He's going to get at least twenty carries, and he's probably going to get three or four receptions. So that's where I'm going. All right. As far as your your lock on the running backs. Now, Flyer, I don't know because I'm pretty sure he got hurt, but he was kind of in and out last year. And Sean McVay loves to run the ball, which Sean McVay just needs to retire because that dude's – he already got a Super Bowl. Get the hell out of here, dude. Cam Akers for the Rams against Seattle. So, Yeah, hey. that's essentially Travis Etienne play. Both of them projected very similar – 
Well, Travis Etienne has Calvin Ridley and all the other guys at the wide yeah. receiver. They're going to spread it around to Evan Ingram and fucking Christian Kirk. But there's nobody else on the Rams. Who else do you got? Name yeah, them. Name I mean, them. I hear you. <laughs> two, Name them, boys. Tutu Atwell. No, 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 no. Tutu Atwell. He's probably on the Chiefs right now. But The Tutu Atwell. Oh, get out of here. Okay. All right. Uh, Joe, <laughs> let's, let's start with your wide receivers. Oh, this ought to be good. Uh, so, I, like I said earlier, I was uh, going to talk up Deshaun before Brady did. So, um, I'm going with that. Uh, I was going to talk up Amari Cooper. Um, I don't know that. I think that he's going to have this world-beating game, but I think he's going to be in a situation uh, against Cincinnati where it could be a shootout. He's obviously the number one receiver on that team, so just kind of putting two and two together there. It's more of a correlation play than a, I think he's going to have 30. Um, My other guy, super cheap, so that we can fit in these uh, higher-priced guys like Lamar and Bijan, Marvin Mims. He is the stone men. Um, no Jerry Judy. Uh, he is going up against the Raiders. I, I mean, he might be highly owned because he is the stone man, but he's in a good spot. Uh, he's going to either be the number two or three receiver for that team. And, uh, I mean, Russ obviously wasn't cooking too much last year, but I'll take the number two or three receiver for stone men on that team. New year though. Russ Sierra's having a big year, so he could be, you never know. Yeah, not a ton of value there, but and he is going to be highly owned, but he is super cheap. Got to love that 3K. Makes it easy to fit CMC in there, isn't it? Brandon, wide receivers. Well, boys, I'm going to tell you right now. If I went with Fields, who is his number one receiver that just came in? I'm going to go with DJ Moore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I say Darnell Mooney. No, hell no. If he he's like a flyer, like, but I don't have him as my flyer. I think DJ Moore is a legit number one in this league. I think he's going to be great for Justin Fields, and I think that you're going to see some big things out of him. Like that was a hell of a trade by them. Damn, I wish the Chiefs would have got him. But anyways, well, here's the great news: zero ownership on DJ Moore. What? Zero. No. Zero. Dude, you're lying. Zero. Okay, well, that makes it even better. Okay, no. and okay, and my flyer, mm-hmm. we're gonna go old school because I'm here here's the thing this year, guys. I'm gonna tell everybody, go youth movement. Everybody that's young, go youth movement. But on this one, I'm gonna tell you right now, Mike Thomas, he's about to have a big year. Not yeah. as big, not as big as the one he had a couple years ago. But Derek Carr loves to check down to like Devonte Adams stuff like that. But now he's with Mike Thomas, so you're looking at seven yards a route, 10, 10 catches a game. That's seventeen points a game. Get ready, Mike Thomas. That's my flyer. Enjoy. I don't hate it. Wide receivers. I'm going Christian Watson. Obviously. So last year he had. Kind of a nice year, quietly, I would say. Uh, Seven touchdowns, over 600 yards receiving. Um, He was a major target for Jordan Love this preseason, so I think he's going to be Jordan Love's go-to this season, especially out of the gate. 
if uh, let's see, let me see the numbers on him. Um, Christian Watson projected for 14 DK ownership, just about five. So nothing super amazing there. The other one I'm going with uh, Jordan Addison. I'm with you on the Vikings. I think they have a ton of weapons. I think that game is going to be a high scoring affair as well. He was a first round pick. I think he takes over that Adam Thielen role who had 107 targets last season. He should step in there at Pitt, 1,600 yards, 17 touchdowns a couple seasons ago um, at Pitt. So the dude obviously has hands and he's got games. So I'm going there. Go ahead. Shit on those picks. I actually am not going to shit on those picks. I like them. But I do have another name to throw in there just for funsies. Okay, go for it. Tyreek Hill. Why, why are we not talking about Tyreek Hill? So Sal Vetri or whatever his name is, obviously much bigger in this space than we are, uh, yes. tweeted out earlier. Uh, Tyreek Hill in, in an underdog situation with a 51 game, with, with a 51 point total as the uh, line is set. In 11 similar spots in his career, he's averaging 23 fantasy points and 101 yards. Let me ask you this, though. How do we work in... Anthony Richardson, Tyreek Hill, two highly owned guys. Do you have to then get Mike Thomas at 0% ownership? Or, you know what I mean, if we're talking about building with those two? I mean, I'm not concerned about ownership on quarterback because it's always fairly evenly spread out unless we have random week of guy that's like 30% owned because he's min-priced and on a ridiculous team or whatever. Um, so 10, 12% is going to be a normal, like chalky quarterback week. So that doesn't scare me. Uh, Tyree kill is obviously up there quite a bit. Uh, it looks like he's just under 27% currently. Um, I mean, you can just get different in other places. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to go for a 0% guy, but if you do, then you don't, you can go fairly chalky the rest of the way out. Um, if you take a couple guys that are on sub 10%, I mean, you're getting fairly different by not being extremely different, if that makes sense. Like, you don't have to have a sub-1% owned guy for your entire lineup to be different. If you right. have multiple guys that are a couple sub-5% or three guys that are sub-10%, most likely not everybody has the exact same three guys as you that are all sub 10 I mean, I agree, and my problem hasn't been ownership. It's been shitty picks. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – you got to score the points first, right? Like, right, right. Tyreek's Tyreek for sure. There's a reason his ownership's thirty percent um, because he scores points. Let's talk tight ends. I'm going to start. I'm going to start out with uh, Michael Mayer. He's twenty eight hundred. Twenty eight hundred dollars. That'll allow you to pay for CMC and Tyreek Hill. Um, coming out of Notre Dame last year, eight hundred yards, nine touchdowns. The Raiders traded up. To pick him 35th overall, obviously Waller gone. So that opens up um, a bunch of targets. The other one is uh, Hunter Henry. He's another cheap tight end, um, 3,500. He had um, six and seven targets last year, I think, uh, for those last two games, um, which was an upswing. The over-under is 44 there, uh, and I like that. Again, those are two extra cheap tight ends for you. 
Um, Brandon, tight ends, please. You know, Brady, I've never doubted you with the shitty picks because you always you. hit on the shitty picks. I so do hit the shitty picks. That's good. His lo- ownership is going to be less than one. So 0% right. on him as well. My lock is Hawkinson. I don't think Kirk Cousins because I think you get Justin Jefferson just overloaded this year. He's not going to be as good as he usually is because I don't think Addison's as good as Thielen. Not yet. So Thielen is dust and has been dust. No, 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 no. There's a difference. Like, no, BDJ, no. Thielen still runs good routes. Here's the thing. Like, he doesn't get separation. It doesn't matter. You still have to respect him because of his name. So Addison is nowhere near that level yet. So here's what I'm saying. Everybody drafting Jefferson number one in their draft in their fantasy drafts. Yeah, he'll be good this year. He ain't gonna be like he is. Like, there's no way. There's just no way. It never happens. Look at years past. There's no way. So, I'm looking at Hawk. So, where's Kirk Cousins gonna go if he's not handing the ball off to Madison, who I mentioned earlier? Man, I'm sounding smart right now, aren't I? <laughs> he's gotta go to Hawk next because it's like Addison's. Yeah. He's a rookie. There's still some learning curves, but TJ Hawkinson. That's why they. That's why they signed his ass to a long term deal because that dude is good. So they're gonna hit him on a lot of on a lot of routes. So that's where I'm going. I may be a week early. That's what I usually do. So next week, make sure you pick him. But uh, anyways, so that's where I'm going. Tight end number one. Oh boy, you want to hear my flyer? Yes. Oh, baby. I'm telling you, these Houston Texans are starting to get sexy. <laughs> I'm telling you, Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I'm telling you guys, like, hey, Dalton Schultz was good for Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott's not that good. He's no whoever's quarterback in Houston. Hey, Fred. He wasn't he wasn't as good as CJ Stroud at CJ Stroud stage. I'm just saying, but regardless, Dak Prescott's still good now, but holy shit. This that Houston team, man, don't don't be surprised, man. If they get four wins, don't no, 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 no. Even more than that. D'Amico Ryans may have that team lurking. Look I'm out for the five out. wins. Okay, Joe, tight ends. <laughs> He just glossed over that ship. <laughs> Tight ends. So I'm going to go with my stacking partner for my Lamar Jackson pick earlier. Uh, Mark Andrews, obviously he is one of, if not the best chance at the highest scoring tight end on this slate. And then the other one is going back to Deshaun Watson, and he might be my second stacking partner with Deshaun Watson and go uh, David Njoku. What was his best game last year? Probably better than Brock Purdy's. Oh, no way. Oh, no way. Oh, I picked him wow, several dude. times you just, last year. You just told him what's up. He had a 23-point game. He did. He won- David and Joku last season, 1.7, 6.2, 23 against Pittsburgh, 10, 14, 8, 14, 3.7, 13, 18, 5, 3, 3, and 14. So there's some ceiling there. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some ceiling there. Okay, I can dig it. All right, those are your DFS dumpster fire with a uh, 
do we put an emphasis on dumpster or is it the fire? I think it's the dumpster part, right? I think it's all just this might be a compound the emphasis word in this on case. dumpster. Yeah, yeah. We just all right, let's that's all it is. Let's talk uh, Chiefs tomorrow night. I gotta think Kelsey's about thirty percent to play as we record no this Wednesday. Way. Night. Not even that, dude. So, what is the current line as we record this? Um, it's been all over the place. I think when the Kelsey announcement, when the Kelsey injury news hit, I think it moved considerably, didn't it? Yeah. Last I saw, it was down uh, to four and a half. Wow. Yep. It's four and a half now. It was six and a half when I got wow. it. Wow. What's the over under? Holy the, shit. Over under 52. Brandon, go ahead. Chiefs pick this week. I'm never going to doubt Patrick Mahomes. Never going to. But honestly, man, I don't think the Chiefs did enough to give him enough. I, I, I think we struggle early. I'm going with the Lions points, man. I think Chiefs may win, but I'm not going with Lions points. Okay. Joe? Chiefs win. Taking the over. What? Okay. Over 52 plus KC money Well, that line. makes sense because the, the Lions have a really good offense, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I no, mean, if, I if whoever wins this game, they're going to win it by going over the total. No, no, no. I agree with you 100% on that. I was just like, I, what? Okay, well, I hate to do this, but I'm going with Joe, which is essentially, Brandon, what you're taking. We're all essentially taking Kansas City money line in the over. Dumpster Sports on Twitter or X, if that's still a thing. I think we also have a Facebook page that is basically like my bankroll, dead as well. Oh, Share, like, rate, do that stuff for JKNKC, for Uncle Brandon. I'm Brady. Thank you for listening to another episode of Dumpster Fire Sports. Oh, God, the equipment. <laughs>